0: Australia
1: away. Sit back and enjoy the stroke play of Meg Lanning.
0: This is excellent batting by Ash Gardner. Jonathan
2: strikes again. She's on a hat trick. She comes at Molyneux. Catch is taken by Perry. The Australian women's cricket team win their fifth T20 World Cup title in front of a magical crowd at the MCG.
3: Hello and welcome to The Scoop. We are the cricket podcast dedicated to the women's game. I'm Emily Collin. I'm Laura Jolly. And joining LJ and I on The Scoop today here at Marniker Oval, we're doing a podcast in person together, which is a nice change, LJ. Uh, Joining us is Kimmy Garth and Darcy Brown, a couple of fast bowlers. Um, So it's great to chat to them about what it's like um, to be back in Australia after their um, time in India and just a bit of general fast bowling chat. But um, firstly, LJ, uh, we haven't really had a chance to wrap up the India series it was all pretty frantic when you guys got out of there so talk us through it it was an excellent finish for the girls Um, very good showing with the the white ball staff Um, five out of six wins apart from that first T20 and hearing Elisa Hilly speak after the tour wrapped up it seemed like she was pretty stoked with how it all unfolded as her first tour as permanent captain.
2: Yeah, she was. She kind of made a comment at the end of the test when some of the um, the local journalists asked her if Australia's, you know, era of dominance was done after that test loss. And she said, look, how about we gauge ourselves after the, the white ball series? And they won five out of six matches, whitewashed the ODIs. I think that was quite mm. emphatic. Yeah. T20s, um, a bit of an uncharacteristic performance in that first T20. Um didn't manage to put a huge toll on the board, and then India chased it at an absolute canter to win by nine wickets. Um, but they bounced back really nicely to, to win the Series 2-1. Obviously, it's a venue where chasing really works, so um, Elisa Healy definitely winning those last two tosses and opting to bat second probably played a hand in those performances, but mm. they also just were a very polished unit um, in all facets across those last two games. So really good way to end the series and have a bit of T20 momentum, I think coming into this South African series. Yeah. And kind guess, of feels like we're in India yesterday yeah, and yeah. also a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess
3: with um, two World Cups coming up in subcontinental conditions, um, They'll have thought, like looked at that tour as really valuable practice time on those kind of wickets for um, the T20 World Cup coming up in Bangladesh, as well as the ODI World Cup in India a little bit later. So yeah, I'm sure they'll take plenty out of that that tour.
2: Yeah, and we saw a bit of a change in um, team balance from Australia too, looking to try something different. They dropped Grace Harris mm. during the Windies matches um, in October and brought Phoebe Litchfield in. Um, with the idea of having a left-hander in that middle order, but we saw them actually uh, leave out a frontline bowler and bring yeah. Grace back into the eleven for the, the t- matches in India, looking to like really go all out with a yeah. quite a like epic batting lineup. Yeah, really, when exactly. you're adding Grace Harris into that top seven, and you've still got Annabelle Sutherland and Georgia Wareham. Yeah, Theoretically below Mm -hmm. them, depending on the the makeup of the bowling attack.
3: That's a deep batting order. That's
2: making a real statement about how they want to go about their batting in particular. Mm -hmm. Um, We didn't really get a chance to see that in India. They struggled a bit, didn't really put out the performance they wanted in that first T20 and then chased in the second two and... Didn't really get a chance to flex. So, we yeah. really interested to see what makeup they put out there in these games against South Africa and particularly yeah. what they can do if they do get the chance to mm, bat first. Yeah,
3: hopefully, for everyone's sake, we get to get to see that unfold. Um, you mentioned Phoebe Litchfield. What a tour it was for her, um, particularly in the white ball stuff. Scores of 78, 63, 119, 49, 18 not out, and then a the 17 not out. She, she must have looked like she was batting on another planet.
2: Yeah, it looked an absolute million bucks out there. Obviously opened the batting in those three ODIs, put out three really brilliant performances. You could see her get better each game too. I think that was the most exciting part. Like the first game, she wasn't striking that quickly, wasn't her most fluent innings. Then by the time she got to the 119, it was like she'd figured out everything that wasn't working in those first two games and immediately fixed it. And then to jump down into the middle order for the T20 stuff and – be so impactful there, too, was really exciting. Um, she came out under a little bit of pressure with late wickets to ice those last two chases, too. So um, it's just so exciting to see what Phoebe Litchfield can do. Rightfully yeah. been named the ICC Emerging Cricketer of the Year, and just imagine what she's going to do over the next 12 months. God,
3: it's <laughs> extremely exciting, and I know that
2: plenty of Aussie fans. Are also extremely up and about, and don't forget those catches she took.
3: Oh, exactly! Um,
2: in those T20s as what well. We like, like? <laughs> She's
3: incredible so cricketer. She might start bowling soon. <laughs> <laughs> now we know that South Africa have landed in Australia. Um, they flew into Sydney and um, played against a very young Governor General's eleven, uh, captained by Sophie Molyneux. Um, and it was a good day out for the, for the Governor-General's 11, who got the win. Um, Skipper Sophie Molyneux with a 50 at the top of the order and Tess Flintoff with 42 off 27. And, yeah, it was a pretty young and inexperienced group that a lot of WBBL fans will know a lot of those names. But, yeah, it was pretty impressive to see them getting the win over an
2: international team. Absolutely. And they had South Africa in all sorts with three for 15-odd. Yeah. Early on in that match, Chloe Ainsworth got the, um, the big wicket of Laura Wolf up for a duck. Chloe
3: Ainsworth. Love to see it. Really
2: exciting times for a young team there. And also just really cool to see Sophie Molyneux um, back in charge of that team, making runs. She's been in good form for Victoria Mm -hmm. as well. And um, I guess really pressing her case to to get back into the Australian team, which she's been out of for quite a while now. You kind of forget with the injuries she's had, how long it's actually been since she last played for Australia. I think it was that 2021 series against India. It will be interesting. When do you reckon that selection squeeze could come to fruition. It could be as soon as Bangladesh, really. If you're expecting low, slow turning wickets in Bangladesh, Mm. you reckon they're gonna take a bunch of spinners over there. So it could could come up as soon as that. Yeah. I'd even say with absolutely no inside knowledge. (laughs) She could even be a smoky for test selection. Yeah. If they think the whacker might be conducive to a bit of spin. It is the whacker, we don't know but She was outstanding in that test. She played against England on debut a few years ago and is suited to that format. So you never know. I'm probably being a a little bit rogue with that call.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, we like it. That's what we're here for, the scoop. (laughs) Rogue calls. No, it's it's a very interesting one to keep an eye on. And she just keeps, like, this looks like she's, chipping her way back to her best so I'm sure we'll see it um very soon no doubt but um we've had our first Aussie training session here on Marniker Oval Um, we had a full squad assembled with the exception of skipper Elisa Healy who is from all reports a little bit unwell
2: yeah um we asked Elise Perry about that at her press conference today and she said Midge is just a bit crook um she's negative on COVID tests and all that just under the weather and um is expected to to come good in time of Saturday I think it would take yeah. a lot to keep me out she it would. plays with all sorts broken of broken fingers what's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> going right. on <laughs>
3: yeah we'll back her into play so it all gets underway Aussie fans uh, on Saturday at Monica Oval uh, the first T20 starts at 10:45 a.m so it's a morning morning match which we're not quite used to so it's a bit of an adjustment um, but you can watch that live and free on Channel 7 and as well on Foxtel and KO. Um, make sure you keep up to date with all the latest news, highlights, scores um, on cricket.com.au and our platforms um, but for now here is a fun chat with Darcy Brown and Kim Garth. Darcy Brown, Kim Garth, welcome to The Scoop here at Monica Oval, a bit of a different setup. Um First question, did you guys have a news resolution? And if you did, how are they going? Take more wickets.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Solid. probably a good one. Mine um, <laughs> yeah. was well, to get up early, but because we've had so many late night games and stuff, I haven't been able to do it. Okay. Maybe after this series, I might try it <laughs>
1: <laughs> for a week. Mm-hmm. No, so I, I. to be fair,
2: no, I didn't really actually. No, nah, so you just leave. Yeah,
1: you're me, yeah.
2: It's early days in January anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, and you haven't had much time to um get up early Darcy with being in the after India. Can you tell us about that trip and, and what you did when you were there?
0: uh yeah, I was lucky enough to get a few days off um and be able to fly over there um baggage was almost all good <laughs> um, but the yeah the, what we took was all good um but yeah, my boyfriend Louis um grew up there or lived there for six months, and we went to the village where um, he lived and sort of went to see what that was all about, and it was really cool and can't wait to go back for a bit longer. Highlight of the trip? Probably, I reckon the flights over the Himalayas was oh, pretty yeah. cool. Like, you're just looking out the window and just all the mountains. We were trying to pick which one was Mount Everest. We're like, this one? Yeah. No, this one. No, <laughs> this one. Because <laughs> they're all very, very big. I thought Mount Everest was just by itself. Yeah, yeah. But it's not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it's just
3: with a bunch of other big ones so would <laughs> you like see people climbing or no, nah. nah, nah, too high I wish I wish <laughs> 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 Kimmy G any exciting um, activities for you in the short break that we got Um
1: uh, not overly oh. um, so I bought a house over the last few months yeah which is very exciting that is very exciting, that is very exciting. Um, <laughs> exciting. but I got the keys while we are in India so okay got to spend a bit of time in the new house which is yeah. really cool and just yeah doing little jobs for, for the house um very so, good. Yeah, it was really, really, really cool to be able to have a few weeks off, and um, yeah, it's a good time of year back in Melbourne. Nice. Um, so, yeah, that was really cool.
3: Very good. And you ladies have just come off the training track, first session uh, for this series against South Africa. Um, how is it being back? How was training? How is it seeing everyone again?
0: Yeah, it felt like we'd seen each other, yeah. I mean, <laughs> a couple <laughs> days it ago, which is
3: basically yeah.
0: what, what we have. But um, yeah, it's always nice to get out, get out there. I think this will be probably our only main. Session for the whole trip because we're so jam packed with yeah. travel and games and stuff, but yeah, it was nice.
2: Awesome! And you guys are obviously professional athletes and you spend a lot of time training. Who loves training in this group? <laughs> loves it the most? Not us, <laughs>
1: <laughs> probably Pez. You reckon? Yeah, Pez. She just like is pretty much always
0: the last one to leave. Belzy, <laughs> Belzy, yeah. she's a secret lover of training. Yeah. Phoebes
3: does as well. Yeah,
0: I feel like you can just tell. I don't know, by their personalities. <laughs> yeah. They think they uh, like would love training. Yeah. Um,
3: Is it a little bit different for the fast bowlers? Like It sort of seems like if, like the fast bowlers get treated a little bit differently. We get bowl-wrapped a bit, don't we? <laughs> yeah, it's so nice. We have all this uh, loads of stuff, but we can't bowl too much, so that's yeah. our excuse for not
0: training too much. <laughs> yeah, And to be
1: fair, if I could hit them like any of Phoebe's Bells or Pez I'd probably yeah. bat, bat for but, a yeah. lot longer 100% yeah <laughs> um, it's short bat net
0: sessions for us yeah,
1: yeah yeah we usually we usually don't last 30 minutes because we crack it and, and walk it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, that's just you <laughs> sorry I dragged you into it <laughs> and
3: <laughs> coach's pet who like at training is really sort of sucking up to the coaches and we just say mm. coach's pet
0: I want to say Kingy Kingy oh, yeah
3: Kingy is okay. a bit like that Yeah I reckon But I don't think but She's, she's just intentionally
0: yeah, yeah doing it I think she's just like A really they nice person yeah. And yeah. just likes yeah. Packing up stuff And I don't know Hanging out with them Yeah, or, uh, yeah she, Moons a bit do you reckon Yeah maybe Moons as well But
1: I feel like that's also Moons is like quite friendly with
0: Yeah yeah They all get on I mean everyone loves the staff here They're yeah, they're, they're just awesome. our friends Yeah Um First and foremost, but um, yeah, I think those those two get along with them extra well.
2: And uh, Scott Prestwich has been in charge of your fast bowling group for a little while now. What's he like as a coach? Yeah, on Presto, no. no,
1: he's great. He's really really cool. He's he's pretty chilled, um, but he's really good to yeah just chew the fat with about bowling and all things bowling and there's a lot of we talk a lot about lengths don't we that yeah five and a half and
0: lots of meters <laughs> yeah. in what he talks about ultimate dad sort of yeah, vibe um, but, but yeah great. we love him he's, and yeah, he's all about awesome. energy and yeah. attitude um is basically what he says most of the time, but yeah, he's he's been great. He loves a good joke as well. Yeah, he thinks he's really funny. He's he does, laugh, yeah. funny, But
1: he, we he do is. love him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who's the bowling, <laughs> bowling
1: coach's pet? Um, Bellsy, you reckon? She yeah, she loves all that drill up. stuff yeah. <laughs> and Pez. Yeah, and
3: so <laughs> throwing everyone under the bus here. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got an important member of your fast bowling cartel um, is approaching a special milestone. So Megan Shoot all set to play her two hundredth game at Adelaide Oval, uh, first ODI. Um, you guys able to just tell me about the first time you met or encountered Shooter?
0: Oh, yeah. I think I remember, <laughs> like this is during club cricket back home in South Australia. We were playing her club Teamster on Northern Districts and I remember she was bowling and I had no idea. I didn't know who she was or whatever. And I thought she was Alex Price. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I thought they were the same person for some reason anyway. And oh she was God. just going off at the umpire um yeah. just in a club game and I remember someone saying oh stop complaining shooter blah 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 and then for so long I thought that was Alex Price <laughs> like I don't know why I've meshed it so together funny. and then until well, you know yeah we started I started training at Scorps then I realized no they're two different That's people so um <laughs> Yeah, that would probably be my first memory of her.
1: Uh, I didn't really have a whole heap to do with shooter until I came into the team. Yep. Had a few nights out with her over the years in big bash, just yep. from um, yeah <laughs> playing against her more than anything. Um, so I reckon the first time I met her was at the properly at the the, the, the casino in Sydney, actually. Nice. <laughs> 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 yeah, the gal can the girl can party but on the roulette um, table or something. Yeah, <laughs> um, chase your losses, as they <laughs> say. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Until I came into to this team, I only really got to know her, I guess, probably in the last year. But, yeah, she's awesome. She's just oh, super fiery, super competitive, um, but, yeah, so skillful in, in everything she does and um, quite a, s- a stubborn character. <laughs> um, Doris can probably tell you more about that, but, yeah, she's she's absolutely awesome and um, someone who you, you always want on your team.
2: And she's obviously the most experienced member, or one of the most experienced members of the fast bowling crew these days. Does she take on a bit of mentoring with you guys now that she, <laughs> she's one of the older players in the group
0: <laughs> probably mentoring for me probably not Kimmy. <laughs> um, yeah she's on my back a fair bit um but yeah no she's been great especially for my um career so far she's probably been one of the main ones um with her and Mac, just sort of um yeah with cricket stuff but also outside of cricket stuff too she's been really good um so yeah we we're very lucky to have her yeah
1: nice. Yeah, I guess she's always there to, to chat you to about bowling and plans and that kind of stuff. And she, yeah, she's she's great to, um, yeah, just bounce ideas off and um, chat to at the top of the top of your mark. She's
3: yeah, um, yeah, she's really cool. Yeah, very good. should be a Should be a good day at Adelaide Oval. Um, that's so cool. How fitting. I didn't know mm, that. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Worked out well. Mm. Um, so South Africa, we you guys have played these guys in a bilateral series for a pretty long time now, um, but you have played them in a World Cup final recently. Who do you see as their most dangerous player and why? Tricky. <laughs> yeah. It's probably hard to go past the likes of Wolvart yep.
1: um, Yeah, she's been there for a fair while now and pretty consistent performer for them. Yeah. Cappy as well, we know what she can do. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, all around, very good cricketer. And Chloe Tryon's probably a bit of an X-Factor player yeah. as well. Um, can take a game away from you quite quickly. Um, so, yeah, I guess those three we've seen a lot sorry, seen feature a lot over the WBBL. Um, So yeah, we know what they can do and yeah, I reckon they'd probably be three of their um, players to look out for.
2: So you probably had a bit to do with Marison Cap at the Sixers back in the day. What's yeah. she like as a person? Because we know what she's like on the field.
1: Yeah, long time ago. She, uh, I, I didn't get much from her um, on <laughs> yeah. or off the field. But um, yeah, look, she, she's very sweet, just quiet and, and keeps to herself. Um, and yeah, look, very competitive as, as we can see once we once she crosses the line and um, yeah, playing with her and against her. Just um, see how competitive she is. And, but yeah, she's we know what she can do she's um such
3: a good cricketer and, and has been for a long time guys thank you for joining us today on the scoop uh will be a cracking series against south africa can't wait to watch you go out there here at manika oval on saturday go well
0: thanks for having us thank you very much
3: thanks guys thank-